Good morning, afternoon, evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Pitter Patter Podcast with Eric and Jed. I am Eric. And I'm Jed. And this is a place for two overthinkers to get together, talk about their ideas, knock them around, uh, learn from one another, and then hopefully figure out what to do with all of it. That sounds like a pretty sweet podcast, Jed. We took, a little, we took a little break last week. A little hiatus. Yes. Yeah, man, I was, uh, and, and we were talking last week about that, and yeah, I just, I felt like it was, um, I felt like it was kind of important just to take some time and to clear my head a little bit. I just had a lot kind of running around in my mind and was finding it, um, <clears throat> excuse me, was finding it just sort of difficult to stay focused on an idea, and I was just like running around a bunch of shit in my head. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think um, when it's it's good to be aware of like when we're using this platform, uh, we kind of owe it to the audience to sort of bring our A game, for lack of a better word. Right. And I, I know last week I was just feeling a little like, eh. And I was also feeling distracted. I, I wouldn't say I was like busy, but I would say that I, it was not really a priority or I, yeah, I was just distracted with a whole bunch of other stuff. And so, um, I don't know, I, I've had this sort of philosophy with a lot of things where it's like, instead of sort of limping along and like trying to recover lost ground, just like taking a tiny break and then like resyncing up the next, the next week seemed like a good way to go about it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Cause I mean, I feel like, I feel like when it, when we started this podcast, you know, like the, one of the main things that we want to bring is like you know, us just being honest, uh, and us coming to an issue just as openly as possible. But at the same time, there's, you kind of need to recognize that just like hitting record and sort of rambling for 30 minutes is like not quote unquote, like quality content. So I think it's like, I think it's that balance, right? Like we don't want to be too edited and like hide what we're really thinking or what we were, or what we're really feeling. But at the same time, we want to like make sure that we're presenting ideas in a way that's like either interesting or at least well thought out or that that's like what we want to be doing in that moment you know yeah exactly or else it'll feel sort of forced um and we've definitely had some moments where like where it's been forced or we're like we'll record an extra one and then the second one's just sort of limps along and it isn't very good and so we're like yeah totally. eh, let's just scrap that one yeah, totally. And I think honestly, yeah, as just as a word of encouragement um, for people who are trying to do this whole podcast thing, like there's no shame or failure in that. And just like hit and record, you know, doing like a 20 minute episode or a 30 minute episode or like an hour and just going like, oh, that was kind of garbage. <laughs> like, you know, we tried, we put in our effort, like, but I think that's okay. And I think that whole idea of like, just hashing ideas out and sort of drafting and just being like, all right, this is what we're going to do and we're going to commit. And if like, if something doesn't turn out the way we want it, we can do it again. I think it's created that sense of perseverance that like you and I have been working with for this podcast for a long time. Yeah. And there's sort of the trust aspect, right? Because it's not like we were two weeks in and then gave up. Yeah. It's we, we have a, and this is not like a pat ourselves on the back thing, but it really like when you are committing to something and when you, uh, are trying to follow through a really big piece of it is to build up a track record of doing it consistently because then if you need to take a break you're fine you're not like i'm a miserable failure every single time yeah. you like pause yeah i'm and a you lazy piece like, of crap yeah well and i feel like then like if you have if you build up a decent amount of experience and you have that under your belt if you do take a break and you come back to it the idea of it doesn't seem foreign 
No. You could yes. just kind of like come back and just be like, oh, I remember how to do this. I remember how to talk about an issue. I remember how to present myself. Right. You know, like I think about it that way with painting all the time. Because I like when I paint and when I draw, like it's always ebbs and flows. Like sometimes I'm creating a ton. Sometimes I'm not creating very much. Like, but I'm now at a point that I've been painting and drawing for so long that I never like come back to it after a break and just feel completely lost. And that's like a really nice feeling. That's honestly. really awesome. There's definitely yeah, a couple of skills that I used to have that now have been lost yeah. in dust and shambles. In dust and shambles. We've lost it to the, uh, <laughs> lost it to the, the passage of history. But yeah, man, I think that actually translates pretty well or segues pretty well into what we were thinking about talking about today, which is the idea about doing a bunch of little different things to like try it or to focus more on like one big thing. And I feel like that sort of intro that we just gave like kind of makes sense in correlation because we decided like this, this as the podcast is going to be one thing that we're just going to commit to do. And I, I don't know about you, but like, it seems like, it seems like we've sort of said, all right, I'm going to choose not to do maybe some other like little stuff to focus on this podcast. And then you and I respectively have a bunch of other projects that we work on in that way. I mean, yeah. I mean, if the, so the whole concept, right? Going all in on one thing, becoming the master of that one thing, fixating and obsessing over that one thing to find success or uh, exploring a bunch of different passions to eventually find more things that you like. I think most people would be able to look at both of us and be like, <laughs> those two options uh, were definitely more on the like explore, try a bunch of stuff. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm saying. But actually, this is like a spoiler for tomorrow's video because tomorrow's video is all about this. Oh, um, dang. Spoiler on the Pitter Patter podcast. <laughs> turn it off if you're, turn it off if you don't want the video to be spoiled. Um, but <coughs> I don't know. I get caught in that like questioning that a lot because I feel a lot of pressure to pick one of those. Um, to do a bunch of, to do a bunch of little things versus do one big well, thing. Well, I naturally feel like I want to do a whole bunch of stuff, but, it, uh, and I see all the little things growing and I find them fun and fulfilling. But then on the other side of the fence, I look at people that obsess over one thing or they, you know, they're like, dude, you're single, you're young, you're, you know, you don't have kids, you don't, you know, all this stuff. You should be, like, working really, really hard on one thing and building it while you still have the time. And I'm like, holy shit, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no pressure. And you're like, wait a second. What? <laughs> and I'm like, am I being irresponsible with this, like, opportunity that I have, like, all this stuff? But, and then at the same time, I'm like, but I'm happy. Like, isn't that what matters? Um, so I get really caught in that a lot. And so, um, but what I realize Eh, there's a lot of things that I realized. Yeah. Let's let's hear your thoughts. Well, it's, yeah, man. I mean, I, I think you and I are both kind of in a unique position where we're both dealing with that respectively. And I mean, and it is, it is complicated. Um, and I feel like you and I are the kind of guys, yeah, like you were saying, where we just like to try a bunch of different stuff because we're both sort of like abstract, creative kind of dudes. So it's like, oh, today I'm going to focus on pottery or today I'm going to focus on drawing with pencils or like for you it's like today I'm, I'm i don't know with something that like with video editing or something like that but or there's like, like a yeah. million different things that you could do right and um 
yeah, it, it just it gets complicated. And then you're like, well, am I wasting my time by doing all these little things that won't necessarily lead to like quote unquote conventional success? Like, you know, if I spend all day working on a painting or a drawing that I'm never going to sell, was that worth it? I feel like that's the whole like baseline of the question is like, is what I'm doing worth it? And I know for me, it's easier to get into that mindset of like, oh, this is worth it because I'm committing myself to something that's big and significant. It just, the feeling surrounding it is like, oh yeah, this is worthwhile. Whereas it's like, if I just spend an afternoon, like, dude, I made this like, I, I made this like sculpture thing with, it was literally just like a pile of garbage that I like take together <laughs> that I thought was like, artistic and then I looked at it when I was done and I was like wow that just looks completely stupid and then I just wound up throwing it away that didn't feel worth it right because it was just like one thing that I did in an afternoon but it's that balance right because I feel like the little things can be if you want them to and I feel like the big things are a lot of the times not worth it and you would just put in more time and more effort and then you wind up then it winds up not going where so anywhere like that happens too but at the same time, I want to be the kind of guy that's committed to trying things and not thinking in my head like, oh, this isn't going to work out anyway, so it's not even worth it for me to try. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. No, that makes sense. You touched on, like, a lot of different sides of it. I mean, I, since I made the video about it, some of my points are, like, a little bit more, like... <laughs> list and like broken down but yeah, yeah more more refined as opposed to just as opposed to just like you know three minutes of continuous well rambling. the whole thing was like i i've gotten really confused about this question like a lot because as i said i feel like a lot of pressure about being responsible with the opportunities that i have right now but um one thing that sort of helped it all make some more sense to me um when i was in the shower actually was um, I was thinking and I was like, you know, this past week in six days or five days or something like that, I danced like almost 12 hours of dancing. Dang. And I did a lot of moving your But mind. I didn't feel like, and I was like, that's sort of all in. But that didn't feel like I was all in. You know, I just did it because I liked it. And so what that made me realize is that one it doesn't matter we should stop obsessing whether we're all in enough because we all have different measures of what all in is like for me that didn't feel like all in when i think of myself as all in it's like every single day i like have a whole routine structured around one thing and i'm like doing it doing it doing it doing it but like objectively if someone looked at what i was doing like dancing all like that frequently every week or even like making YouTube videos every week or doing videography um, for a lot of people that would seem very all in but for me they feel very normal which, yeah. which is basically just like don't compare your all in to someone else's because it doesn't really it's all relative it doesn't really yeah it doesn't really matter no um, that's a really good yeah that's a really good reflection yeah, I hadn't really, I hadn't really like paused to think about it. To I think about I, it that way. It all just sort of clicked when I realized like how crazy it seemed that I had danced that much. But like I didn't accidentally do it; it was intentional. But 
But it didn't feel like a really big deal. It didn't feel like a really big deal. And so that was the other realization, which was that um, a lot of times when we think about going all in, I just have trouble, like, you know, you see, like, the the am- Jeff Bezos or something, right? And he's like, oh, he had the idea, and then he, like, poured his whole soul. You know, he's, like, working in the garage. Like, you know, you have this, like, concept of this guy who's just, like, obsessed and, like, doing it. Um, and I'm like, I don't have that. I have ambition, I have drive, but I don't have that. And so it always feels not good enough. But what I realized with the the dance shower thought is that <laughs> the dance shower the thought. dance shower yeah. thought is that like <clears throat> there is a component of going all in or like at least doing something a lot where you you have to sort of like what you're doing or like you have to it has to match either your goals or your um, like the way your brain works or something like that you know like as you said. Yeah. You do art because, not just because, like, you, there's something about it that you specifically like. And th- that is the reason that you stuck with that as opposed to, like, doing the Rubik's Cube or, like, molding, yeah. sculpting pieces of garbage, you know? Like, the, yeah. <laughs> like, there's a reason why painting speaks to you specifically. And for you, you're willing to do it so consistently, whereas with other things, you're not. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then kind of and thinking about thinking about like what is it about the stuff that I do that clicked versus the things that didn't exactly and I and I really like the point that you touched on where it's like this this whole idea of like comparative success and comparative ambition I think can just be really destructive because it's easy to get disappointed that way because it's like we see all these you know figures like on social media and online and just in, in sort of our everyday lives who are comparatively way more successful you know financially or they have more of a reputation or they're better at whatever they do and if you're relying on that as your sole factor to like get better if that's your primary fuel for your ambition i've realized like on a personal level i just always wind up disappointed cuz i finish something and i go oh, this isn't on the level of quality as this person. And I see their content all the time and I go, well, shit, I'm not as good. Mm-hmm. So if you're coming from that place, like I recognize why people get disappointed so easily. Yeah. Because nothing is ever adding up. Nothing is ever at the standard that you want. Yeah, I, I'm really curious what someone, that, someone, an older person's perspective on this. Like, did they grow up with the same level of comparative blah 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 because like I I feel like it's just so like I you know I I would consider myself a pretty like mental health self-aware person but even like this this is like a complete blind spot that yeah it's just so easy to be like oh this is what success means I should accomplish this to be successful or like oh this is the right thing to do this is the wrong thing to do well and and ultimately what's enough you know, ultimately what's enough and what's excelling, because I think those are two different things, exactly. right? Enough is paying your bills. Excelling is that next level. But then I think once you start talking about that quote unquote next level, that's when people start to get really vague 
Because is it a dollar amount? Is it do you own a house? Is it do you have a family? Is it being is happy? It, <laughs> like, is it being happy? Is it like when people see what you create, they're like, hey, that guy's fucking good. Like, is it recognition? <laughs> like, is it fame? Like, all these things that are really complicated. And I would, I would hazard to say that our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation and, and beyond, I think they probably had a version of this. Because I think human beings are just naturally competitive, yeah. You know, like when you're a kid, when you're a kid and you go to the beach and you make a sandcastle. Yeah. Like you're looking at your, like you're looking at yours. Yeah, exactly. You're looking at your sandcastle and then you look over and you're like, oh my God, that kid's parents bought them the nice sandcastle stuff at Toys R Us and his sandcastle's awesome. And mine looks like shit, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like children, kids do that all yeah, the time. That's true. And so I'm not surprised that we as adults are transposing that idea into our current lives, like for you and me, where we're at, you know, and being in our mid-20s, but also projecting that into the future of like, Kids. oh shit, I don't feel as quote-unquote successful as I want to be right now, but at the same time, I don't know how to get where I want to go. Right. That can be terrifying. Oh yeah, it's terrible. Because I recognize I want those things. You know, I want the money. I want my own home. I, I want, want the money. You know, yeah, honestly, I do. Yeah. I do want those things. Yeah. And not in like a purely selfish, like, you know, I'm, you know, Scrooge McDuck and I just want to fill my vault with gold coins. Just in like, I think ambition is part of the human experience. And, yeah. and being placed, in, being put in a position where you're born and you're like, okay. And then you had kind of have your childhood and you go, all right, this is what kind of sculpted me and made me into the person that I am. Now I want to get out there and use it. I think that as a baseline is where we're all coming from. Yep. And using this like do a bunch of little things or do one big thing is just a part of that incredibly big puzzle of like, what does it mean to grow up and what does it mean to be successful? Yeah. No, totally. You nailed it. Dropping that fire on the Pitter Patter podcast, y'all. The um, another thing it made me realize, <coughs> which I hadn't thought about very much. Well, because the whole idea of with the whole all in or do a whole bunch of stuff, right? It's almost like you choose one, and then you do that for the rest of your. Or like that's a very sorting moment, right? I feel. Yeah. Um, like I'm doing this. This yeah. is the type of person I am. I'm. This is what I'm doing. Um. But what I realized with the dance shower thought is that, um, like, the all-in can be temporary, or the all-in can be sort of spurts. Like, for instance, like, I'm not going to be dancing 12 to 15 hours a week for the rest of my entire life. Yeah. Um, and so I don't need to feel like, oh my gosh, I'm, like, wasting my life or, like, derailing my life because this week I danced a lot. Um, instead it's like, oh, this is a really cool opportunity. I'm taking it. Um, and this isn't going to like ruin my life. Um, and yeah, there's actually like a lot of examples of successful people who, you know, grinded and like focused on one thing. Sure. But not quite to the same degree for this, the rest of their life. You know what I'm, yeah, you know what I'm totally. talking about? Yeah, totally. And like, and I think also it's easy to, I think it's easy as as a 
consuming generation. We are a generation that consumes so much content and consumes so much media. It's easy to monopolize the way that we think about people in regards to the thing that they do. Oh, yeah, totally. So, like, when I think Kevin Hart, for sake of example, I, you know, the re- and I was watching his comedy special, mm-hmm. actually, before we started recording. When I think about Kevin Hart, I think about him being funny. Right. And I think about, like, he's one of the funniest guys in comedy. He's one right. of the most successful guys in comedy. But I don't know Kevin Hart personally. Right. I, like, is Kevin Hart just, like, constantly thinking about comedy? Yeah, you think he... he might be all in on comedy, but in reality, he's probably doing other stuff. Yeah, exactly. And and the success that he has isn't just a result of him being personally obsessed on that one thing. Although he probably Kevin, did work really hard. He No, and I'm not trying to belittle that, but I'm saying there are other factors too. There's time and place. There's yeah. who you know. There's the connections that you have. There's you know getting lucky. I mean, there's all those things that factor into being successful. You know, you read all these you read all these books uh, like biographies or autobiographies about people who are really successful. And it almost seems like their lives were just sort of tailor-made to catapult them into that strata that is like, can, that we as, uh, as people who are just not particularly famous or not particularly successful in the conventional sense view as being like the top tier. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know. Like, I, I, I sort of have some disagreements there. But, yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I mean, I don't think that, I think that you can position yourself to, into success, whichever sure. type you want, basically. And that's, that's basically my only hesitation. Yeah. It's not, I don't think it's like luck. I think that there's a l- tiny luck component, but I think that, like, he gets to choose who he meets and what type of people he surrounds himself with and what places yeah. he goes and how hard he works and whatever, and some of that stuff just increases the odds obviously for yeah well and i and yeah and i totally respect you saying that man i think that's a really good reflection you know the one one of the main things that i've learned talking to my brother um you know my older brother zach who a lot of people would view as very as very successful um one of the ideas that he talks about the all the time is um is maximizing interactions yeah maximizing experiences Because I think that's something where everybody has the ability to have agency over. Like if you go to a networking event or if you're like at a job that you don't really care about or all these things, like you can still maximize that experience. Exactly. You know, like for me working in restaurants, like yeah. when I go to work, I can, I can work like the baseline and be like, okay, I can do my job fine or I can do my job well. Right. And, and like, what like, are your relationships with the people you work with? Like, who are you hanging out with when you're not working? You know, like all that that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, and and am I building a reputation? You know, because exactly. like a lot of people are all about cred. You know, well, what's your what what gives you credibility? Well, it's like, well, look, I'm a hard worker. I maximize shit when I'm there. I don't slack. I don't like. Yeah. I don't know. No. Yeah. Totally. Phone it in, and I think that's one of those mentalities. Like you know. If we want to circle back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, if you think about that idea of maximizing, like maximizing whatever it is, so you're like, I'm going to do whatever I'm doing to the fullest extent of my ability or the fullest extent of my desire, that works for focusing on one thing and that works for focusing on a bunch of little things. Mm-hmm. No, totally. Like, I think my main conclusion 
uh, I didn't even say this really in the video, but it's, it's like everyone has their own hybrid version of all in or a bunch of little things. Um, like you don't have to choose. It's not so black and white. Um, I mean, I mean, heck, like I was thinking about like parents with kids having to deal with like a, another human child. That's like pretty all like freaking all in. Like, <laughs> like, damn, you know, like, and that like, um, like, and that's, you know, something that eventually becomes normal. But like, <coughs> but like from my perspective, I'm like, shit, damn. Yeah. Like you, you, you want to like be paying for some other human like, for the rest of your life. Damn. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And, and being, and I think, yeah, to piggyback on that, it's just like, it's okay to be gracious with yourself. Like, if yeah. you're if you're doing fine, you know? Like, I'm doing fine. I'm paying my bills. I'm, like, pretty happy with my life. You know, I don't drive a really nice car, and I don't have, you know, $100,000 on my bank account, but I'm happy. Yeah, and that's a I message that's... I don't think that is very, is broadcasted very well at all ages. Um, but I yeah. think it's super important. Like, as I said... I have my own hybrid version of that. It's going to change over time. Um, but at the end of the day, I was like, I'm pretty content and I'm happy. And a lot of people can't say that. And so I shouldn't beat myself up over stupid stuff. Yeah. Or things that you don't have or things that you don't have yet. Yeah. Right? Or like because then having the like, perfect answer. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because then I feel like you're just constantly worried or you're constantly dissatisfied. As opposed to taking stock and looking at your life and going like, oh shit, I'm doing it. I'm yeah. doing a version of it. Exactly. I'm not the, you know, I just feel like it's dangerous to, you know, for, for young people specifically to be so dissatisfied with not being at the top of the mountain. Because the thing is, like, there's not many people at the top of the mountain. Yeah. In whatever, you know. Especially not best, at 23 or 25. <laughs> yeah, you know, the best musician in the world, the best filmmaker in the world, the best artist in the world, you know, it's like, that's not, you know, if you want to shoot for that, shoot away. But, like, sometimes it's okay to just, like, set up your chair on the side of the mountain and watch the sunset, you know? That's yeah. kind of, no. I feel like that's good, that's good enough, too. Totally. I like that. That's cool. There you go. Bring a lawn chair. And a, and a six pack of whatever you want to drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, curious about your guys' thoughts if you have any. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been the Pitter Patter Podcast. Uh, hit us up on Instagram or Twitter. Twitter. You... Eric's Eric's Twitter or my Instagram because um, I do not have. If a you'd like to uh, suggest a topic. We'll see you guys again next week, presumably on Tuesday. Yas. Keep it real. Do it big. Bye. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> well, and sync. Okay, fair enough. <laughs>